0: Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beer, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. Vince, did you have any nicknames when you played basketball? I did, I had one. What was it?
1: <laughs> it was Stick
0: stick okay i had no muscles i like that one it's not <laughs> yeah. so bad
1: yeah it's not
0: great <laughs> i had i had a self appointed nickname what was it Vanilla Thunder. Oh my god. Yeah, even though I couldn't dunk. <laughs> Why? It was mostly because I was an incredibly physical basketball player. <laughs> and I played basketball pretty much how I played football and I fouled a lot. So <laughs> <laughs> Did you Did you have a headband? No, I didn't, but I was running around. I I could shoot a little bit as well. I'm not going to pretend I was a stud, but yeah, Vanilla Thunder was my name. Which is very similar to the name of the beer we're drinking today. Vanilla Porter. Yeah, if my last name was Porter, it would have been perfect. But I'm no Michael J. Porter. So Vanilla Porter is from, <laughs> ready for this, Breckenridge Brewery. Okay. In Littleton, Colorado. Which is weird. Yeah, you would think it'd be in Breckenridge, but that's pretty much where Breckenridge is Anyway. As we said, it's a 4 or 5.4%. Vince, I guarantee you're not ready for what this description says, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Deep in the jungles of Papua New Guinea and Madagascar, grows the perfect ingredient for an extraordinary porter brewed in Colorado. Breckenridge Brewery's Vanilla Porter, an ale that has all the chocolate and roasted nut flavor of a classic porter, with an enigmatic surprise thrown in for good measure, but... They're not going to list what it is. So yeah,
1: I they've employed somebody who thinks very highly of Ernest Hemingway. Let me just
0: say that <laughs> minimalism and the uh, foreign countries where vanilla extract deep in comes
1: the jungles from. of Papua New Guinea. Like what?
0: <laughs> we haven't made fun of the description in a How while. How do
1: you even know that they're deep in the jungles? How do you know? Like maybe vanilla is just
0: right there on You're the just outskirts, slashing through jungle trees. Let's tell the people a little bit about Breckenridge Brewery.
1: Yeah, well Breckenridge Brewery is a shocker, American brewing company, as you mentioned, based in Littleton, Colorado. Their beers can be found in 42 US states. So there's a high probability that you've had one. I have not. Actually, we discussed this. I don't know if I've had. Yeah, we're not sure. the sign of a good (laughs) beer drinker. It's changed hands a couple of times. Anheuser-Busch AB InBev in 2016. And then very recently, uh, in 2023 here, they were resold to Tilray, which is a CBD lifestyle brand. Pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, interesting swap there.
1: Um, But just to the history of it, in 1990, they were founded as Colorado's third craft brewery, which is like an odd thing to be proud of. But in 91, uh, they're... sorry. By Richard Squire, who is described as a businessman turned ski bum, which is kind of backwards. Right. He brought on Todd Usry, who took over as brewmaster and became director of production and sales in 08 and was ultimately named the company's president. They expanded operations like everyone kind of does. If you're in Colorado, particularly if you're in Denver, You'll notice that they've got a presence right there in the Coors Fields area. Lots of other stuff that's not super important or interesting, followed by the fact that they were ranked number 50 on the Brewers Association's 2014 list of largest U.S. craft breweries, and a number 47 on the 2015 list, which means that by that pace, they're probably in the 20s now.
0: These guys are big boys. They are. They know what's going on. And you know what else is going on? We're going to crack these open. Let's take it in the glass. Well, not not yet, Vince. Oh, yeah. We're taking it out of the bottle first. Sorry, I get excited. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. All right. Now, I've had some porters. Obviously, you have as well. I took it a little sniff. Oh, that's good. Shit. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, if you couldn't tell, I didn't want it to be good. I don't know what it is. Breckenridge rubs, rubs me the wrong way.
0: That is that is delightful. Yeah, it's very good. Pieces of it's shit. It's extreme. <laughs> you were you were really going in on them when you, when you glossed over the stuff that was uninteresting. I, I
1: mean, it's, it's literally... It's just... It's all about their campus in Littleton, Colorado. Three buildings, a brew house office building. It doesn't matter. The point is, I read a little bit about this guy, Richard Squire, beforehand... And I don't know why. I just, like, there's something about the Colorado lifestyle that rubs me slightly the wrong what way.
0: It, what is it about it?
1: Well, okay, so, the best way I can describe it is, you know those commercials that California has for the state that have all these celebrities, and they're touting all the amazing different things you can do in California? Yeah. And if you're not from California, you're like, oh, come on. I feel like they do the exact same thing, but it's just word of mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's there's no like national ad campaign. There's no
1: national ad campaign. It's just everyone who goes on ski vacations out there is like, oh, you simply must see Breckenridge."
0: When I was uh just out there, we randomly watched a YouTube video of a $40 40 million dollar mansion in uh I think it was Vail, Colorado.
1: Vail. That was just
0: unbelievably nice. And yeah. the whole time I was like, "Wow." I could get used to that. That's pretty that's pretty 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 good. I I can't
1: explain it outside of the fact that I just don't love the lifestyle. I'm also not a big skier.
0: I think I think you're onto something though, just as a a whole. Like my general take on Colorado now that I've been there a few times is <laughs> it might
1: just be that I don't like the people that traditionally spend time there. <laughs>
0: If you are going to live there, you have to be really into the, like the three big things, which is camping, outdoor hiking, skiing, and, I don't know, weed. Those are pretty much the big three. Yeah, and you know what? I like golden tea. Sue me. They got, do they do not have golden tea out they there? They do. It's not so tough b- to find. Vince, this is a really good beer.
1: It is. It's a really good beer. A uh, little bit about Richard Squire here. We read about some controversy, a little drama, a little tea for everybody. Yeah. And we don't know how it resolves, so you won't either. But in 2019, (laughs) turns out Richard Squire, like, uh, he's not really been involved for, I want to say, like, at this point, 25 years. He sold out, but him and his family still own the building that leases or that provides the lease and space for the Main Street Brewery for Breckenridge. And in 2019, he made a stand personally, and said that he was not going to renew their lease because he thought that the brewery should go back to the people and should not be with those Belgians that own AB InBev, which is a really odd thing. Basically, you took their money and now you're like, they're sick. Yeah. They should not be. I built this for my friends.
0: I've been out of the business for decades but I'm still going to put my foot down. I'm putting
1: my foot uh, I I built this for my friends, you know, and then I sold it to them fair and square for a bunch of money and and now they want they want me to just lease it back to them? No, this is for my friends.
0: Remember? <laughs> Are there any analogs to pop culture that we can pull from that? or? Is...
1: I don't know. I, To be honest, I think what we're finding is that I have a problem with people who go vacation <laughs> in Colorado. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm very fine with the people that live
0: there for the most part. You're not going to be doing your honeymoon there, that's for sure.
1: No, I will not. I will not. <laughs> but to kind of go into that a little more, I think part of what's influencing me a little bit are some of these movies and TV shows where These kids are on... It's always kids are on, like, a ski trip. And it's always, like, teens. They're on a ski trip. And I think particularly in the 80s, there are always these, like, cool kids who own the mountain. And this, like, puny 17-year-old whose dad owns, like, four buildings in the general area was somehow made into a villain. And it's got me thinking about some, like, very weak villains. I think, in general... Colorado and Breckenridge is a weak villain for me. It's not <laughs> as strong villains. as yeah. Not as strong as Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
0: I was thinking of just like the term vanilla as a whole. Like, you know, whenever you hear someone say like, "Oh, they're running a vanilla play scheme," or like, "This person's very vanilla." It's always like considered plain and boring and uninteresting and uncompelling. And yet, you ask people all the time what their favorite flavor of ice cream is, and they, a lot of the time they say vanilla.
1: Yeah, and I think we judge them for
0: that. And we judge people for that. We judge them for being... Just like we
1: judge people for saying their favorite sport is skiing.
0: But, well, at the same time, here you, here you are, here am I. We're drinking this beer that's primarily foundations in vanilla, and we're enjoying the shit out of it.
1: Yeah, there's something about the darkness of the porter... Um, and the roast there and the vanilla that works really, really well.
0: And I got to say, I know it's a little on the nose, but vanilla ice comes to mind with this exact concept. You're talking about corny, cheesy, weak things. But for a little bit of time, vanilla ice was legitimately one of the coolest people in the entire world.
1: Right. And I was allegedly alive for that, but blissfully unaware. (laughs) Now... Right. Right. What's interesting about Vanilla Ice is that he resurrected himself in popular culture as...
0: A reality TV star.
1: That's right. But not just any cat. We're not talking like dating show I love New York shit.
0: The Surreal Life. You remember this? No, not.
1: I'm not even talking about that. Oh, oh. my God,
0: do you not know this? No. Oh my what, God. what are we talking about here? He,
1: he had his own home makeover show.
0: Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, he got really into like... What, what really show is this? He got really into salvaging.
1: You know? I, I got to look it up real quick, but it's a real thing.
0: Um, I Well, I, well, while you're looking that up, I remember he was on The Surreal Life, which was like him, Flavor Flav, Brigitte Nielsen. And it was basically like, how many washed up celebrities can we put into a house and put on television? This was a VH1 show. And like, that was kind of like the first time I ever really got to see him.
1: Yes. Okay, so here it is. I, I was—it's called the Vanilla Ice Project. I would have thought it's something about finding the next white rapper, but yeah. it's not. It's all about this. Is the best part hosted by construction contractor and rapper. It's not rapper and construction contractor. Oh, it's flipped. Just no. in case you're wondering what he's better at, uh, Rob Van Winkle, aka Vanilla Ice. Who has significant experience with home improvement and real estate flipping. So basically he took his money and was like, I gotta find something to do because no one wants to listen to my songs anymore. Right.
0: And he got really good. What year flipping houses did this run? Twenty
1: ten uh, through twenty twelve.
0: Okay, so the last of a couple of years. Oh no, 2013, years. 20, oh, 2015. You're, te- you're telling me this went on for five years? Oh my god, it's, it's, it's nine seasons. Nine years! And I had no idea. Wow. 2010 to 2019. What channel was this on? Uh, See, this sounds like an TV piece of I think garbage. It, no,
1: the DIY Network.
0: Ah, okay. That explains it. Yeah. I never watched that channel. Wow, I just learned something about Vanilla Ice today. I know.
1: And Did- he's a little bit cooler than he was yesterday.
0: <laughs> Did you know that he was... Uh, featured in Madonna's book about sex, he had a little fling with with Madonna. I
1: didn't even know Madonna had a book about sex. Is yeah. it a book about teaching people how to have? Uh, sex? It's or? a
0: basically a book about all the people that she had sex with. It's her little black book. Yeah, but except it was a New York Times bestseller, apparently.
1: Well, yeah, because I think everybody assumed that she had sex with a lot of people. Apparently,
0: Vanilla Ice was was packing. That's what she said in the wow. book. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I could get so, more descriptive, but I've never read it, so, so hold on, so hold on. She
1: just, she just basically spent 306 pages. It put, wasn't put, just putting, about him putting yet. boys on blast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, people get upset with Taylor Swift. This was way worse than that. Welcome to
1: the welcome to the penis chapter, where <laughs> I have organized my favorite and least favorite penises.
0: Katy Perry did this as well. She was asked to rank her top five by bangs. like by.
1: Who Playboy?
0: No, I don't remember who asked GQ? her, but she did rank it. She by was, the way,
1: GQ is pretty much Playboy at this point. Can we
0: agree? Playboy doesn't even show naked women anymore, so you could say Playboy is more GQ than GQ was. Can you? Can, can you imagine if
1: Playboy, the company, had been trying to go this route for like the last fifteen to twenty years, but Hugh Hefner was just adamant and blocking it he was the only reason that they were still full new yeah, we got
0: some great journalists on staff right here and we we're just holding them back with all these naked women
1: <laughs> michael lewis was on staff at Playboy.
0: <laughs> i got this really deep dive piece on the banking crisis of 2008 <laughs> oh great take holly put her in the centerfold busty chicks um vince <laughs> let's take it in the glass let's and take it in the glass finally i'm yeah, beautiful it got a little brown. racy right there, huh? Yeah, why not? Well, it looks like a porter.
1: Oh yeah, looks like a porter, but it doesn't taste like one.
0: I- I'm enjoying it though, but it's definitely it's got like a candy flavor to it, like.
1: But it's like um, it's not. Oh, I, I disagree with you. Like I understand what you're saying, but I think that that lends itself more to some of these like slushy sours that we've had, or you know, just pure fruit beers. And it's not that level of sweet. It still has that bitterness. It's a nice balance, I think.
0: Yeah, I I'm enjoying it. Uh, I think for me, this was like uh, we still have got time before the score, but this is would be so sort of more of like a nice treat for me every once in a while. Like I don't know if I would be pounding a bunch of vanilla porters. Yeah, what, do we, uh, over what the was course our percentage on this? Remind me. It's only five point four percent. So so it is.
1: If you wanted to pound them, you could. You could do it. But you're right. It this is one where if you had like five or six of these, I would expect you to be passed out on the floor drooling with your eyes still open.
0: You I feel like I would have more of like a sugar crash than exactly. I would from just getting drunk, I guess.
1: Yeah, no yeah, I should have specified it was from sugar, not drunk. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, I, I don't know how much more we can take the vanilla route on this, but I do have one other topic I wanted to discuss with you, which is just like The idea of fall staples, if you will. This is uh, a little bit of a twist on the fall staple, but porters come up pretty frequently during, during the fall.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I have associated porters with the depths of winter almost, you know? Really? Yeah, so like when I think fall beers, I think maybe like some amber ales, definitely your brown ales we get we'll get some pumpkin in there, right? Some yeah. of those flavors going. Porter and stout are both like deep. You get you get to those in November. Maybe Thanksgiving is where I lay it out.
0: I I think for me, I just kind of lump it all together as like fall, late Thanksgiving era. To me it's all the same. And it might be because of this show cuz I didn't really drink a ton of porters before we did this show, but now I'm like He's addicted, when Paul, folks. When fall comes around, I'm kind of like looking for a good porter. You know, that's true.
1: That's true. Yeah, we were talking about what beers we should do on a recent recording session. Right. I'd, I'd even have to bring up porters behind the scenes. <laughs> BTS. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, well, what are some stuff that you you typically do during this time of year aside from? Well, it just kind of porters? becomes
1: fully engulfed by football. We've got fantasy going. We've got college football going. When we get deeper into Where I think that Porter's start, as some would say, shout out to fan of the year, defending fan of the year, Derek Moore, Stouts are a state of mind, Porter, state of mind. When we get into those, we start to get more into basketball season, and that's kind of more what I associate this darkness with, this dark beer.
0: That That might be a Michigan fan talking right there, because I don't start thinking about basketball deeply until wintertime.
1: Well, Michigan basketball is not going to be good. Be Let's be clear about that. Yeah,
0: but you like college basketball, and like you like the traditional like November tip-off. Yeah. yeah. For me, I don't really have that appreciation for that era of college basketball, so that's like primetime football for me, but there's been a recent development in my life that I want to get off my chest that is weather-related, and... Um, I just got out of a long-term abusive relationship with the Weather Channel app.
1: Oh, wow. Actually, you're not alone.
0: Yeah. I was trapped in this really Stockholm Syndrome situation with this Weather Channel app for 13 years. It was one of the first apps I had on my phone. Yeah. And... I've been very, very unhappy with this app for a while.
1: Wait, why are you unhappy? Actually, I might be mixing them up. The Apple weather is no, atrocious. No, I'm
0: talking about Weather Channel, the app.
1: Yeah, what's the problem with it?
0: Well, it's, the lag was getting ridiculous, and the, the ads were completely out of control. Of course, you can pay to make the ads go away. I'm not paying a weather app 5 bucks a month to remove ads.
1: How often are you checking the weather?
0: I say this as someone who never checks Frequently. Them. I check it multiple times a day.
1: Dude, ask Alexa, but, she'll tell you. But that's,
0: but that's the thing, like, you know, I just got in this habit, I didn't think I could get out of this relationship, I kept, you know, the, the app was telling me things, and then I would be like, no, you guys aren't around when the app is telling me things. Yeah, you don't, you don't but know them like I know them. I, 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 I broke up with her, Yeah. and now I'm on this app called AccuWeather, and oh, I AccuWeather? fucking love it.
1: Dude, AccuWeather is the shit.
0: We're, we're having a hot, spicy time right now, me and AccuWeather. We're, we're going on dates. We're cracking up. We're hooking up at 4 o'clock in the morning, in the middle of the night. It's spicy. Yeah, because the, it updates in real time. Yeah. The and le- it's accurate. That's in the name. There's, There's no, no lag. There's no lag. And when I'm, when I'm wondering what the weather's going to be like at my flag football game in five days, AccuWeather's right there. I can't fucking wait to tell me what's going on. Things could not be better with me and the AccuWeather app right now.
1: I'm so happy to hear that.
0: By the way, we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, AccuWeather. (laughs) That was not a paid plug. I'm just telling you. I mean we're like we're we're so hot for each other right now that like we're going into closets at parties and we're making out. Like that's
1: 7 minutes of heaven. Is, yeah. 7 minutes of
0: weather? We're coming out and people are looking at us and we don't even care what we look like. How did you get here? How did you arrive at the weather channel? <laughs> I was thinking about fall like I All right. frequently am looking at this thing and you know I just wanted to get that off my chest. So And you know
1: what? It's off your chest and I think it's a fair thing because you know who else Probably checks the weather a lot. Fans of skiing. Yeah. Which brings us right back to Colorado.
0: Right. We're back in Colorado. We're back
1: at Breckenridge. We're having this vanilla porter. It's pretty good. Just kidding. We think it's excellent, which I didn't want it to be. But You didn't want to admit it. Okay, so what I'm thinking now are vanilla is always, always in just like a dab. Right? You right. never have a full tablespoon of vanilla. I want you to talk to me about... A little, I guess you kind of did a little sprinkle of joy in an unexpected place.
0: I'll tell you what: when I watched that movie Air that came out recently, I enjoyed the sprinkles of '80s songs that they peppered in throughout the movie. Okay, it wasn't overwhelming, but it was like, okay, I'm in the '80s. That's a great song. Is there a dark place? That movie's not really dark, but it's just a good time. Okay. Okay. So, so let me throw something
1: back at you here. A little sprinkle of joy in a dark place for me would be the fact that Idris Elba is in... The Marvel movies? No, 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 no. Pacific Rim? Yep, Pacific Rim. (laughs) Because Pacific Rim is a dark, dark, horrible place. You remember
0: his famous line, I I assume.
1: When the world ends, where would you rather be? On a wall or in a... Kaiju what what, is, what are they called? Kaiju. No, 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 but the things are something else.
0: Oh, uh, I don't
1: I don't remember that. You're but the that line not I'm, bad. That the line up thinking
0: of Well canceling the apocalypse. That was like the slogan. We're canceling the apocalypse. Right. That was oh. such a badass line. Canceling the the idea of doing that. Where was he in 2020? I mean, come on. Come on, Idris.
1: I, I thought that he was I thought he was fun and just like a very a sprinkle of brightness I would, Well, a awful give, movie.
0: I'll give you another one. Uh, Duncan Idaho, a.k.a. Jason Momoa in Dune.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is a world that takes place in the distant future in space and with and aliens. And his name Idaho. is Duncan Idaho. And he basically is exactly like Aquaman, or the Aquaman, as I should say.
1: So, okay, let me give you one more here, and this yeah. is in life. And not that life has been particularly dark here, but the theme is... What we do in the shadows, I have just recently started watching and tearing through the series. I have been a longtime fan of the movie, but I fully expected, like most movies that get turned into series, apocalyptic, end of world, terrible, awful writing. Really good. Very enjoyable. I'm liking it a lot.
0: People have raved about it. I need to add it to my list, and I haven't watched it. So
1: And so with that in mind, I'll give my final comparison after a quick set. This beer is the famed Laszlo Cravensworth. He is a delightfully vain vampire who is stuck in his old ways, but has a little bit of verve and excitement for Everything new for a little bit of spice just to mix things up every once in a while. And that's what this beer is right here. We have our porters. We've had plenty of them. Why not add a little vanilla to the mix?
0: I like it. I trust you. I don't know that guy, but I believe it. I'll tell you what else I believe. I believe this is a very good beer, Vince. And for that reason, I'm going to give this a four out of five toms. I dig it. Like I said, I would view it more as a a special occasion beer, more than a let's have a bunch in a row tonight, but there's nothing wrong with that, and I stand by it. And
1: i go 4.25 out of five Vinces. I think it's fantastic. I didn't want it to be. It is. I didn't want What We Do in the Shadows, the show, to be fantastic. It is.
0: And I didn't want to break up with Weather Channel, but I did. And it's fantastic. (laughs) It's been great. It has. I can't wait to see what happens. it could be
1: worse, right? You could be... Maura gets her weather from the Apple app.
0: Oh, uh, see, I've never been a part that of that. That thing's always wrong.
1: I have to imagine that the whoever is like writing the Apple app basically said, just say it's raining all the time. And someday it'll be right. Yeah, because when you're right, no one's upset with you. But when you're wrong, no one's upset with
0: you. Right. And when you're looking for podcast episodes to crush, look no further than our catalog across Apple, Spotify wherever you get your shows. Leave us a review. Give us that five-star rating. Follow us on social media, wherever you can, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, X, Threads. We're there, and we're not going anywhere. I'll be there. I'll be there.
1: I'll be there.
0: Just say our names, and we'll be there.